This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tell me. What is the most stressful part of the holidays for you? 651-641-1071. We are taking your calls on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's a little under the weather today. He is resting his voice. We support that. Uh, self-care for the win. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. And the question that we are asking you today is, or at least at this moment, is what is the most stressful part of the holidays for you? 651-641-1071. Uh-huh, it's already started. It's here. The stress, the holiday stress. It's so true. So apparently they did a, a survey of 1,000 millennials and 1,000 baby boomers, and they found... Are you ready for this? I'm ready. That 46% of the respondents chose that the most stressful part of the holidays is cooking for those with picky palates or diets as the thing that stressed them out the most. What? Right. 46. That was the number one answer. No. Cooking for those with picky palates or diets Uh. as the part of the holidays that stresses them out the most. Then you guys are on easy street if it's just worried about getting a tofurkey at the grocery store. Here's the thing. Like, I don't disagree that, like, picky eaters are, that's a problem, right? My general feeling about that is a picky person's pickiness is their problem. Yeah. Now, that said, special diets, especially if it's uh, born out of some sort of allergy, Easy to work around those things, I would say. Respect to that. Do it gladly. Yes, but if you just happen to not be eating walnuts this year because you're on a walnut moratorium, I classify that as a YP. That's a YP. Your problem. If you're not allergic to it and it doesn't cause you physical harm, and that's just a preference, that's a YP. I'm not going to get too stressed out about it. I'm going to say you can manage your own walnut concerns. Yes, you eat around that yourself. Don't make that my problem. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What is the thing about the holidays that stresses you out the most? We have Jeff on the line. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Yep. What, what stresses you out most about the holidays? Well, happy holidays to you and yours. You I, too. Um, every year I have to decide whether I'm going to purchase Christmas cards that are religious because my faith is important to me. Uh-huh. Or if I'm going to go Peanuts and Snoopy and keep it light. Ah, and that feels stressful to you? Yeah, because it's a real existential decision for me. It kind of reflects on me. Ah, interesting. What have you decided to do this year? <laughs> well, I, I decided to go um, religious because uh, I think we need peace and joy and harmony and things like that. There you go. Well, thank okay. you for your call, Jeff. And I would just, I would add, not that you asked, but for my opinion, it is your card. So you get to do 
what you want. Yeah. Or you can not even send a card at all. <laughs> which also, is the camp that I... Secret third option. Live in. Because who has an address anyways? Oh my gosh. Who well, has all of that information? I think it's so hard to keep track of people's whereabouts if they don't tell you where they've gone. <laughs> You're like, oops. Put up the passive Instagram social media post. That's fine. Or how about you don't even have to do that? Mm. Great. Solved all your stress for you. (laughs) That's what we're here to do. 651-641-1071. What is the hardest, most stressful part of the holidays? We're in it now, you guys. This this is like the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is the height of the stress season. Uh, 43%. Of those surveyed said avoiding political talk is the stressful part of the season. Mm-hmm. 42% said trying to eat healthy, uh, which to which I just say like, okay, okay, it's a season. Do you, man? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Uh, but that again, listen, I'm not here to judge if it stresses you out. I just would like to give you the uh, permission to not stress out about it. Right. We're here to alleviate that kind of stress. 35% uh, find traveling to be the most stressful. And 32% find getting the right gift to be the most stressful. Which I have thoughts about that too. I, I feel like I just showed up today like <laughs> a self-help book. Yeah. Well, let's open to page 36 <laughs> on what Colleen has to say about getting the right gift. Listen, here's... Uh, like I actually have had this conversation with loved ones. Get, gifting is getting the right gift is is an unattainable goal. And what I mean by that is, and it's also okay because there's lessons to be learned in gifting. Um, not getting exactly what you want and being grateful for that thing is is a lesson that people need in their lives. Um, being open to the surprise that they might be given something that they didn't know that they wanted and then fall in love with it. There's a there's a a lesson in that. Um, for kids, there's a lesson if they get something that's not exactly what they wanted and they have to coordinate uh returning it or exchanging it for something they do want. Yeah, you got to work on that gratitude attitude and also be vocal. Now, if there's something, and I will say this in the house that I grew up in, Mm -hmm. if there is something that you received and specifically from the parental unit, if and you didn't like it, Uh be honest about Mm. it and be like, hey, maybe this wasn't exactly what I wanted. Right. And that's okay. Yes, because there's also an art to that conversation. And again, this is what I say. There's lots of lessons in gifting. Look at this. Lots of lessons. Reasons for the season. Don't get in the way of somebody else learning a lesson. Give somebody the thing that you love the most for them. Yeah. And let them deal with how they receive it. You're welcome. (laughs) Janice is on the line. Hi, Janice. Janice, for you, what's the most stressful part of the season? Hi, Janice. Janice? Yes. Okay, sorry. It's okay. I'm sure. Um, Yeah, so the most stressful thing for me is to find the right item for the person that they will actually like instead Uh of instantly return it. Okay, so can I... Listen, let's work through this. I I don't know why I'm feeling like life coachy today, but I just would I just would offer you this, Janice. If you found something for somebody that you thought they would like that that you put the love and attention and time into purchasing, um 
and they get it, they receive it, and they decide that's not the thing that they wanted, it it doesn't take away the the thought that you had about it. Right. Yes. That's my offering for you. Well, I get so stressed about it, and I wait too long, and then I get even more stressed because time is running out. So I decided years ago to pretty much just get, like, well, gift cards don't always work either. But I have given the idea of just not giving a gift, mm-hmm. and that reduced my stress quite a bit. Um, and my mom also does, she'll, like, buy a variety of gift cards and just kind of throw them on the floor to the grandkids and say, pick which ones you like. Because she was tired of, of things kind of being returned also. And I, I have to admit, it has made me enjoy Christmas much better because I'm not so stressed about yeah. what I get and what I don't there get for people. But you're right. I should have just enjoyed, you know, if they return it, they just return it. It's yeah. their choice. Yeah, but you, yeah. but it doesn't take away the intention behind the gift. That's right. 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 I'm, I'm here for you, Janice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Have a great day. Release. Release. Uh, let's go to Deb. Hi, Deb. Deb, what is the most stressful part about the holidays for you? Well, it is decorating my house because I do it by myself. Mm. But And I've procrastinated. I'm doing it today as I'm listening to you. Oh. And I just found mouse droppings <gasps> in the bottom of oh, my boxes. Oh my gosh, I'm just going crazy because what do I do? Do I throw them all out? Do I? Oh, oh my gosh. Deb, I am feeling for you in this moment because I would have a similar reaction. Oh, dear. I'm glad that you took the time, though, to take a break from your anxiety around yes. that and just give us a call. Yeah. Because well, as soon as I got off the phone with my husband and I walked past, and I heard you talk about stress. Ah. I thought, I am at 104. <laughs> that is so. a sign. Deb, deep breaths, mm-hmm. deep breaths. Whatever you decide to do, just know we understand. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting my rubber gloves on now. Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to continue to listen to yes. you. Thank oh, you. Well, we'll oh. keep you entertained. Thanks, Deb. Oof, that just... Sounds not like a fun time. Yeah, not the gift that you want to receive. There is nothing to me that is more stress inducing than finding mouse droppings when you least expect them. Do you ever expect them? No. No. But when you find them, you what you see, it's like when a kid comes home with lice. Uh, and it's like, I'm going to accept this, but I also know the road to get rid of this is a long one. Yeah, because when you find one... You, oh, there's more. But wait. Yeah, but wait. There's, there's more, more. And not in a good way. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to check in on a certain aspect of the life of Britney Spears. And I would like to offer up, I think that this is where we should be focusing our energy. Uh, and it has everything to do with da, 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 her dad. Mm. After this on My Talk 1071. So, um, I have news for you on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is taking a little break today, resting his vocals. He sounded like Kermit the Frog, and we said, we don't need that. We don't need you. We don't need you here today. Holly Roberts and I are keeping you company while you are finding mouse droppings in your Christmas decorations. Sorry, Deb.
Yeah. Didn't mean to rub it in. Sorry. Uh, but I, I got news for you. Um, we've been really focused on Britney Spears and her Instagram posts and her trip to uh, Mexico and her visits to the Shell Station restrooms. And I think that we uh, need to change where we're paying attention. And remind you that there is still an ongoing legal case dealing with the dissolution of the conservatorship involving her father. And we are being distracted. Uh, And we need to turn our gaze back to that because Britney's rights are still hanging in the balance. Now, I hear you all saying, but wait a minute. The conservatorship was ended. She's free. Well, yes, And there's still some loose ends with the conservatorship that need to be tied up that mean that her lawyers, uh, Joni Montgomery and uh, Matthew Rosengart, I'm sorry, John's, no, sorry, Matthew Rosengart is still involved with Joni Montgomery and John Zabel, who are the conservators, and a legal case against, um, what's his name, Jamie Spears, um, with the dealings with the the loose ends tying up the conservatorship, she has a massive, massive fortune. Yeah. And when they dissolved this conservatorship, there were mm, legal documents that were filed. Now, Jamie Spears, you'll remember, was we were like going in one direction where he said, yeah, I feel like, you know, we need to move toward that now. Mm-hmm. And then it took a very sudden turn. Where he went from we need to move toward that to let's do it. I'm out. I'm out. I want to be out. Let's make this happen. And we speculated. And I don't think it was. mm, I think we speculated well that he had some stuff he was trying to hide. Yes. And he thought if they probably the best advice he was given and probably the best thing he could do was dissolve the conservatorship ASAP mm-hmm. to try to avoid the um, the eye of the law. But even that wasn't a sure thing. So sure enough, he's been asked to turn over many, many, many uh, records and hours of collected uh, audio that oh. allegedly... Uh, he gathered from her home, and that has not been given over. Mm-hmm. And basically what is happening right now is uh, lawyers are trading barbs about who has the right to what and what this all means. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because, to me, it's important to remember that while she has her freedom, apparently in the dissolution... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
documents or in the move or motion, not the movement, the motion to dissolve the conservatorship. There are still some really, really strict um, rules about how she can make choices with her estate. Uh huh. And those are the ding- those are sort of like the dangling um, loose ends that they're trying to tie up. And that was all by the design of Jamie Spears lawyers. Sure, to be like, hey, okay, so we're done with this conservatorship, Mm -hmm. but we're going to keep dragging this on legally so that it's going to keep going. And try to keep her um, from being able to access her fortune. Remember, there was a lot of people, there are a lot of people on the payroll, and many of them are in the family. And so it is in the best interest of the family to make it real, real difficult for Brittany to retain or, or regain control of her finances. Mm-hmm. Because really, a lot of that, that that was, as we can see now, at least my interpretation of mm-hmm. this conservatorship, it was all about controlling Britney Spears as a money-making entity. Right. And making sure that she was making money for the business. There, Britney Spears, there's Britney Spears, the actual human being. Mm-hmm. And there's Britney Spears, the business entity. Right. Right. And so you can't necessarily fault the Spears family or members of the Spears family for trying to protect what they are earning off of Britney Spears. That has been a part of their personal financial journey. Yeah. Shall we say? But they did it Mm -hmm. at the, I don't know what word to necessarily use here, but they did it against Britney's wishes. Right. They did it out of manipulation. They completely manipulated her with this conservatorship because it was very clear that Britney Spears would probably not have lived her life the way that she had for the past 13 years, if not for being controlled by this conservatorship. It wasn't like, absolutely. It wasn't like, Hey family, let's get into the entertainment business. I'm going to be the one who's at the forefront and leading. Let's paint a big bus and go. Yeah. And and tour around the country. Yeah. Shirley Jones and Danny Bonaduce were not sitting at the back of this bus. They didn't show up. Neither did Mr. Kincaid. I Mm. mean, come on. Womp womp. Anyway, let's just let's just take a moment to regroup and put our focus back on on the actual case at hand. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bird. After this on My Talk 1071. Yeah. Hey folks, remember before we get to the celebrities behaving badly that we are trying desperately to give away some money. In such a fun way. Help us give you money. Help us give away money. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off today. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Um, And we're doing, we're giving away this money because you're like, wait a minute, finish telling me how I can get the money. All you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com and every day we're hiding a host somewhere in the website wearing an elf hat. Yes. Today, the host you're looking for is our friend Rocco. You will find a picture of Rocco in an elf hat somewhere on the MyTalk 1071 website. When you find that, your job, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to click on that picture and then enter to win $1,000. We're doing it three separate times uh, over the next couple weeks. And so if you want to be entered to win $1,000, you got to find the host on the post. Yeah, you have to find the host on a post and then you enter 
And then your name will be entered into the $1,000 drawing that's going to be announced on Fridays, the next three Fridays on the Lori and Julia show at 5.30 p.m. Someone the next three Fridays is going to win $1,000. But the only way it's going to be you is if you go to mytalk1071.com and you go searching on the website today with Rocco. He's yes. wearing an adorable elf hat. He looks so sweet. Oh. Uh, now, let's get to those celebrities behaving badly. We call them... Mm-hmm. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of, of the, the day. day. Of the day. Who's your D-bag? Holly. Farrah Abraham. <gasps> oh, what now? Bing bong. Oh, geez. What has that Farrah Abraham been up to lately? You know, after her memoir was published, Colleen, which you read, by the way. By the way, can I just, because I we always say memoir right now, and I want everybody to know it's because that's how she spelled the word memoir. Yes, that is how so she... So we call it a memoir now. We're just going with Farrah Abraham's vibe. Yeah, we She's are. She's setting the tone. Mm-hmm. So we really haven't talked much about Farrah Abraham since her memoir was published. True. Uh, Colleen, you read a little I bit did. of that. I read it. I took one for the team. Uh-huh. And in that memoir, Colleen, I believe that she had lots of life advice. Yeah. Oh, no. She's like a basic life coach. Yeah. She also wanted to explain to you how you could make money by helping her actually get her memoir actually published. Yeah, because it was a self-published situation, which no yeah. beef on that, but... That's for another story. Yeah. But Fair Abraham is sticking with this self-help life coach vibe because Fair Abraham is offering her services for free pro bono to Tristan Thompson. Oh, well, that's exciting. Well, exciting for all of us. What are her services that she's going to lend him? Well, Fair Abraham is giving Tristan Thompson some life advice. Oh, good. And she's doing. I mean, he needs it. Yeah, uh, she was writing some life advice for Tristan Thompson on her Instagram story on Monday, and uh, some of the things that Fair Abraham said, I'm not going to say here. Okay, because she just kind of her life advice is very aggressive yeah yeah uh, and and not sanctioned by the federal communications mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. fcc yeah thank you mm-hmm. uh but here's what she had to say that i can say get a vasectomy womanizers <laughs> these poor kids exclamation point exclamation point that's what she had to say uh, Tristan Thompson, no word yet on whether he has read Fair Abraham's advice to him, but it's out there. And you know what? She offered her services for free. So it, this could be applicable to people who are not Tristan Thompson. Wait, is she saying she wants to give him a vasectomy? No, she just says that womanizers should oh. get vasectomies. And she says, how about, I just, I don't know. This is another idea. I don't know if anybody's tried this on for size. How about if you're a womanizer, you stop womanizing yeah like control your wiener yeah i'm sorry i'm not sorry that's no you know no just an idea if you don't like it throw it back whatever Uh Uh uh-huh that's okay that's all right right. we're we're offering also free life coaching Mm. advice here on the colleen and bradley show so you're welcome fair abraham had some pretty spicy opinions about tristan thompson and this lawsuit that's happening between himself and Marley Nichols. So, okay. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad she's uh, inserted herself in that story, you so know, to speak. She really has. And Colleen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that Fair Abraham 
maybe in the past has hinted that she wants to get into the world of politics. And, you know, she was kind of throwing her hat in the ring there, too, because I'm sure that everyone is paying attention to Farrah Abraham's Instagram story, who is uh, concerned with and working for political entities. Mm -mm. You know, she's just here's the thing about Farrah. Thing about Farrah Abraham. This is where I will give her credit. Okay. It's because she loves the smell of her own brand. Oh, totally. So much. Yeah, she's got a lot of confidence. Farrah Abraham lives in her own perpetual Dutch oven where (laughs) she bakes her opinions and then offers them to Mm -hmm. the world in such a strident, confident way. Whereas maybe you and I, we would really contemplate what we're putting out in the universe sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In a way that you would have mm, maybe... Uh, an edit button on your filter. Right. But she just right. cooked these oh. opinions and she's just out there. Huffing and he, them. Huffing them. Huffing her own opinions. Yeah, and, and she just opened the lid and out it comes on the Instagram story. So kudos to her for okay. just not even thinking about any of the haters. Okay. Would you like to know who my D-bag is? You bet. Farrah Abraham. Oh! What? <laughs> Yes. Thinking of what is she doing? Okay. Now, this is a whole separate reason she's a D bag. So, I don't know if you know that there's going to be a teen mom uh, family reunion. I think that's what they're calling it. Um, yeah, there it's it's part of a new spinoff series. Um, that so, anyway, the long story short is MTV's very popular, or is it? MTV or was it VH1? It was on MTV. That's what I thought. Okay, I don't know why I second guess that. MTV's very popular Teen Mom series that she was a part of. That's how she rose to fame was uh, as uh, one of the members of 16 and Pregnant. And then she was given a more permanent role on another reality show that followed people from 16 and Pregnant called Teen Mom. This is our reality television show, Book of Genesis. It totally is. Thank you. This is like the origin story of... Farrah Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> so she, um, so she, anyway, she is on, was on that show, Teen Mom, had a total, and then that show got rebooted itself, Teen Mom OG. So the original Teen Moms, because another, it's a long story. Yeah. Anyway, now they're like rebooting it again and putting all these moms back together in a stew. Now she is a drama starter, Farrah Abraham is, and she has been. And um, such that she ended up leaving the show and saying all kinds of terrible things about her castmates. Well, she's back on the show now. And um, this is why she is a D-bag. And I quote, and this is um, on a recorded update for her followers on her Instagram stories. And I quote, I'm handing out cease and desist today to some teen mom cast members who wanted to gang up and totally be like, I don't know, racist in their own way. But anyways, cease and desist day. Okay, what? Why? What What did you just read? I don't even know that that was a sentence. I'm handing out cease and desist today. Like, it's like candy on Halloween or pencils. I don't know. she's serving papers? Yeah, she's serving cease and desist papers uh-huh. today to some teen mom cast members who wanted to gang up and totally be like, I don't know, racist in their own way. To whom? What? To whom? Yeah. To you, Fair Abraham? That's not how it works. 
I don't know what's happening, Colleen, and I don't I'm very either. uncomfortable. I am too. Please continue. Uh, she went on to say, we're going to be seeing it because I ain't dealing with it when the show comes out. I handle my business like a true adult. Huh? You know that? What? Uh, what? Uh, now, I'm going to try to figure something out. Oh, okay. Good luck. I'm going to try to figure something out mm-hmm. because when you're on a television show, yep. Like this. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure the producers of said television show have made you sign a contract. Uh-huh. And within that contract, they essentially control everything that appears on the screen. Yep. It's not going to matter if Farrah Abraham is driving around town handing out cease and desist letters to right. her castmates. Now, she could hand out cease and desist letters, and I bet they're written in crayon. Right. With some sparkle on it. Right. So that's great, Fair Abraham, but it literally means nothing. Now, it means nothing. I do want to remind you that Farah did sue the show back in 2017. She sued, sorry, the parent company, Viacom, which is MTV's parent company, for about $5 million. She was claiming that she was released from the network because of her decision to work in the adult entertainment industry. Um, However, a Viacom spokesperson told people, we respect Farrah's decision to pursue other endeavors, and we wish her the best. Regarding her suit, the claims are without merit. They did end up settling in March of 2018. Okay, so she got some kind of settlement. Viacom was like, look, man, it's... We're just gonna, not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That that the Hollywood speak on that, the right. read on that is that Viacom was like, look, we, you know, this is just not worth it to us. And if you're gonna use lawsuits to try to get your way, which obviously which seems like she's very litigious. Oh yeah. In the way that she moves around the world. It's just like I mean, who knows how much they settled for? I don't know. We aren't to know. I don't and that's fine, but yep. obviously she's willing to work with them again. Because she's back on this show. Well, I, you're getting the impression that the woman needs a paycheck. And hey, no shame in that no. game, right? Absolutely. Gotta make a living somehow. Absolutely. But that she was so adamantly against that company. Mm-hmm. But again, she's back on the show. And then mm-hmm. and then now she's handing out cease and desist letters mm-hmm. around town. Mm-hmm. Great. Good for it's her. It's cease and desist day. Yay. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, look at this. We got some extra D bags. Let's do a D bag double down after this on My Talk 1071. Let us not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is on vacation. No, he's not on vacation. He's just, he's home. Just chill. He's chill. He's going to be okay. He's having a vibe right now. He needs to rest his Kermit the Frog voice. Uh, But Holly and I are here with you, fully voiced. And um, also fully debagged because oh. we have a debag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I like it fully debagged. Who is it? Uh, it's this tabloid called Stylecaster. Oh, this is like a weird. Okay, this is a newer tabloid. Yes, that has been bothering us. It's been bothering us. Now, I suppose classifying Stylecaster in the realm of Hollywood Life by Bonnie Foley. Yeah. And other greatest hits such as I Don't Even Know, because I can't think of that. Yeah, but and that's such a, as. And such as. But it's this story. It's this story that Stylecaster.com has published uh, 
but yesterday with the following headline. Kim and Pete are already, quote, talking about kids while Kanye is still in, quote, denial about their romance. Okay. Well, first of all, this is all lies and I don't buy any of it. But yes. Yes. Now, this is all going. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. From Us Weekly. I love this. Okay, so it's like a nesting doll of gossip. Stylecaster <laughs> got their source from Us Weekly. And Us Weekly got their source from the sun. Okay. All right. So Kim's blown away about how strongly she feels for Pete. This is according to the nesting doll source. And that source goes on to say that uh, her type is usually so different about being with Pete. And that when Kim met Pete, something inside of her told her she wanted to spend the rest of her life with him. I mean, okay. Talk about putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about kids already. Um, and Ken thinks she he'd be the best dad. She's smitten. This is all... Okay. Listen, here's the thing. the That's a lie. It's all a lie anyway. But this is all just more... Um, what's it called? Padding? Padding? Padding, yeah. To make us think that we are going to get all of the dirty secrets about... Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's budding romance on whatever this Hulu project is. That's right. Right? I mean, it doesn't even have to be true anymore. It doesn't even have to actually have come from anybody. Anybody. Now the tabloids are just falling in line. They're like, oh, this is the story we're telling. Okay, cool. Cool. And they're just telling the story. Yeah, well, that source got it mixed up because it's actually us weekly wait us weekly the sun stylecaster mm-hmm. that insider revealing that kim has said to pete davidson that she loves him which is really fascinating that we have to have this narrative that they just can't be casually hooking up like that is almost offensive right to whatever storyline they're trying to perpetuate that two grown people yeah you know, happened to be hooking up. Now she's still technically legally married, but she is having a relationship or relations yeah. with this other person and that they have to contextualize it in this narrative of romantic love that well, she loves him and they want kids. Blah, also, blah, blah. can we talk about like, mm, fine. All right. Predictable. The two women are going to talk about misogyny. Fine. What? But like the the misogynistic undertones of a storyline that is all about her reproducing 
Right. For him. Right. Right. Like that, that's that, that somehow validates a relationship if they're thinking about having children already. Right. Okay. Wow. So, or, or they could just be having hot S to the E to the X. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Right. Right. But we have to push this. We have to push the storyline that makes it sound like so she doesn't just sound like somebody who just hops around from man to man. Mm hmm. There has to be some sort like to make her an honest woman or something. I don't. It's gross and I don't like it. That's all. Yeah, exactly. That's nasty. Well, it's totally nasty. We don't like it. We don't like it. Not it. Not it. Well, they are doing it Mm -hmm. uh, by all means. But yeah, that you have to construct this romantic narrative around it and that it has to be centered around reproduction Mm -hmm. in this way. It's like, can't they? I mean, man, they were just holding hands at Not Scary Farm. Yeah, let them just hold hands for a while, y'all. That's fine. It's a-okay. At this point, I'm really, really curious about what's going to be happening with this new Kardashian series Mm -hmm. on Hulu, because it is very clear right now that all of this stuff is perpetuated in order to be woven into the show that they're filming. Right. Well, I mean, we're listen, we're pros. We've seen it happen before. Right. And that at a certain point, it's just like, well, okay, now we can basically write, anybody can write this narrative. Stylecaster can write this narrative. Us Weekly can write this narrative. The Sun can write this narrative. The thing that I'm frustrated with is it's working on me in the sense that I probably will, whenever they announce it, I probably will give it at least a taste test. Yeah. And that'll drive its numbers up, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm one person. It's not that big of a deal. But I am curious enough about how they're going to tell whatever story they're going to tell. Yeah. That I would tune in. And sure, I can tell myself, like, listen, I'll try to be honest with myself. I can tell myself that it's because I want to do it for the job. I want to understand better, you know. Yeah. But the truth is, I just am curious. I just am curious enough to see how are they going to spin this tale. Well, and at this point, any of these stories... Which is why this is in our D-Bag Double Down segment. Any of the stories about any of the Kardashian-Jenners, it's just, it, is, it, it might be rooted in a version of reality. Yeah. But it is not the actual reality of their existence. I want the day-to-day, mm-hmm. boring mm, reality show. Right. Put the cameras on 24-7 and I'll sit in these boring meetings. I'll go to like product meetings. That's yeah. fine. We'll go to strategy meetings. I'm sure there's meetings upon meetings upon meetings. Yeah, we're there. We're there. We can that's do it. That's great. Because that's where the entrance is. And I think that's why we talk about this stuff so much. Mm-hmm. Is that <clears throat> understand that this is, this. you get to eat the sausage. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to put eat sausage. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but. This is the pro- final product, but understanding that underneath this, this stuff is being made for us to consume. And right. ultimately, what is that reality of of all the stuff that's happening? And that this is a huge narrative thread. The Kardashians are fascinating, Colleen. They are. Because they are a through thread 
in American popular culture and global popular culture. I mean, think about the far reaches of the Kardashian narrative. It goes back decades and it's moving forward in a way where it's like, oh, okay, you can create celebrity in this way. You can create businesses, influence, all this kind of stuff. It's endlessly fascinating. But then you give me this lazy story about Mm -hmm. Pete. Davidson and Kim Kardashian already talking about kids Mm -hmm. because goodness be that a grown successful woman is just having some side sauce with a cute guy and they're having fun. My bigger thing is like, I want to be like, hey, Pete, why'd you sign this deal, bro? Yeah. Like, what are you getting out of this? Sure. Everybody's talking about Pete Davidson, but we would have been talking about him before anyway. Right. Like we've been talking about him since he was engaged to Ariana Grande. Sure. Like, you don't need Kim Kardashian. You're fine. I mean, maybe they do just like holding hands at Not fine. Scary Maybe farm. they're just doing it. That's cool, too. Yeah. When we return. Here's to just doing it. Yeah, man. Get out there. Live. Uh, is there a reboot of a TV show or movie that you actually like better than the original? 651-641-1071. Give us a call after this on My MyTalk 1071.